Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jennifer Rizzio. I'm the founder of Soul Language and Soul to Business, and this is Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today I'm talking with Minnie, Mindy Scarlett, and we're talking about how to be comfortable with change. Mindy is uh, a branding expert, a ghostwriter, and a publisher. She's had over 35 years of background in writing, editing, and marketing and branding. Having a full marketing agency in New Jersey for almost a decade, she moved to Claremont, Florida, and, uh, sorry, and now relaunched her business to concentrate on helping business owners write and publish the book that will propel their business forward. She's the managing director of Scarlet Creative Group and specializing in helping coaches, consultants, and thought leaders write a best-selling book to shine a light on their brand, gain visibility, and increase revenue. I'm so excited that she has niched down to providing four ways that a business owner can cross the best-selling author line, done for you, done with you, or workshop, which is group coaching. And I'm never going to say this word, Mindy. Uh, Analogy. Anthology. 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 (laughs) It's too early, everyone. My tongue is tied. Anthology books done through the Center of Influence community. The most important part is that she uses her 30 years experience in marketing branding to ensure each client is writing the best possible book for their business. Hello, Mindy. Well, good morning. Wow, that's a fantastic introduction. Thanks for that. <laughs> You're so welcome. So sorry, it was a little bit tongue-tied. So the first question I ask everyone is, what is your soul shared with you throughout your journey? Um, That the sun's always going to come up tomorrow. Now I'm going to sound like I'm singing for Annie. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, one of the best pieces of advice that my mom ever gave me was that In any given situation, if you can figure out what the worst possible outcome is and you can live with that outcome, it tends to take a lot of the angst out of a lot of situations. (laughs) Nice. And so that's the one of the, the thought processes that has helped me cope with change because change can be very uncomfortable. You know, we, we kind of get on our ruts and we like, we're comfortable, we like what we're doing. And then something catastrophic happens or something unexpected. And then we have to kind of go, you know, what do I do now? And the the human instinct is to panic and to stress out and to freak out. And uh, change doesn't have to mean a freak out. Right. And we're always changing all the time, right? So I think when that big change occurs, what people are are normally afraid of is that they're not going to be safe, that they're, you know, that there, there's something bad going to happen to them. And, and so besides living with the best possible worst outcome, how else do you support people in understanding change to actually break through that kind of glass ceiling of what they want to experience? Well, 
one of the ways that you can like step into that world and get more comfortable is to actually cause change instead of sitting there waiting for it to happen. So if you purposely make a change, you can think it through and figure out the steps and look at the ramifications. Um, and so it's just basically getting out of that mindset of, you know, same old, same old and saying to yourself, okay, what kind of change is going to propel me forward? But at the same time, you've also got to get your thought process together, I guess is probably the best phraseology to use of how to deal with unexpected change. Cause that's the worst kind because you don't have time to prepare for it. You know, somebody sucker punches you, you don't have the time to tense up for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess for me personally, um, uh, growing up, uh, my family was nicknamed the gypsies because we moved so many times. My dad was a contractor. He'd build a spec home. We'd move in, make it look pretty, put it on the market. As soon as it sold, we'd move again. Our, our bumper year was three moves. Wow. So my mom would just, you know, how you have all the stuff under the sink in the bathroom. Yeah. So she would put it in the box and she would just put the box under the sink and wouldn't unpack it. So it was already packed for the next move. <laughs> So that kind of gave me the, the the ground floor of being able to deal with change and to not see it as a bad thing and to get to a new place and look at all the possibilities and meet new friends and, you know, get comfortable with that whole process. So having that happen to me young gave me an advantage because I very young, I was okay with change and I figured out ways to cope with it and, and to work with it. And so when I got older and bigger, more, magnificent changes came, I was better able to deal with it. Because at the grand old age of 19, I married my writing professor and immigrated to Melbourne, Australia, sight unseen. So talking about major changes. Major changes. Yeah, living over there for 10 years, it was wonderful. I enjoyed it. And after 10 years, my husband decides to go off and play house with somebody else. Oh, that's a big change too. Yeah. So all the apples fell off my cart. I packed four suitcases and came back to the States. And I was a foreigner. You know, it felt like a foreigner. And uh, now I'm having battery issues. There we go. Okay, back online. Um, so it was, you know, at the age of 30, here I was in the States feeling like a foreigner. Everybody had an accent. I was playing with green money instead of monopoly money. And trust me, it is better to have a bad credit rating than to have no credit rating. Yeah. And it was very rough, but luckily I had a family, you know, my brother handed me keys to a car and says, pay me when you can. And every time I'd go home to my mom's, my back seat would mysteriously fill up with groceries. And so I just kind of settled in and got used to being back in the States. And this was a, you know, a huge change for me and had to completely restart my life. And, um, you know, and then I ended up uh, <laughs> marrying somebody in New York. So then I moved to New York. And then spent 20 years in Jersey and then moved to Florida just in time for lockdown and COVID. So, I mean, (laughs) and uh, if I wasn't comfortable with change, then, you know, I'd be a puddle on the floor by now. When you're helping people kind of create that book, you know, most first time authors, it's a huge step for them, right? It's a huge breakthrough moment. How does that, all of the change that you experience, and all the ways that you have pivoted, how does that support your relationship with authors? Um, well, it's it's it really supports it quite well because um, you know I can take pretty much anyone's story and help them figure out how to use it to shine a light on their brand. That's my superpower. But the first thing that I do with them is to say, okay, 
what is it that you want to achieve with this? Okay, let's have a goal in mind. And if a seat in an anthology can accomplish that goal, well, then that takes less time and less money to get across the best-selling author line. And so I'll counsel them to do that instead of doing an entire book. If their business would benefit from an entire book, like, for instance, if they're a coach that has, you know, particularly toothsome bits of wisdom to pass on and they ultimately want to do a course and, you know, again, what's the end game? Well, then doing an entire book is a good thing to do. And then I have to help them balance, you know, their their personal, it can't be just an autobiography. It's got to be them telling how they got to their superpower and how their superpower is going to help their clients. So it needs to be focused on communicating what is going to make people want to come and say, hey, I want you to be my coach or I want you to be my consultant. So it's a little bit different than if someone's just doing their autobiography. Yeah. So I have to help keep them focused. <laughs> I, and what I also heard you, you saying in that between the lines was that when there's change occurring, like what's the goal? What's the end game? Focus on that. That really supports a new way of being. And it also supports a new way of breaking through creatively. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I mean, well, the, the, the analogy I use is if you decide to go on a trip and you want to end up in Phoenix, Arizona, and you just drive out your driveway and turn right and just start aimlessly driving, what are the chances that you're going to end up in Phoenix, Arizona? Well, pretty much zero, unless you flip on the GPS and it starts giving you instructions about how to get to Phoenix, Arizona. So if you're out there and you're flailing in your business, a lot of times it's because you haven't picked your destination. You don't know where you want to end up. And so um, that's usually one of the first conversations is to say, where do you want your business to be in a year? Where do you want to be at in five years? Okay, then let's look at how a book can help you get there. But if you don't pick that destination first, book's not really going to help you. Yeah, nothing's going to. Uh, true, 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 true. So as we're wrapping up our conversation today, what is the one thing you want people to remember from our conversation? That change can always be flipped to be positive. And that um, if you're thinking about uh, writing a book, then make sure you check in with a professional because it's very easy to get off in the weeds. (laughs) And to have change derail you. Um, so you really do need a, a trusted professional to help guide you through to figure out, A, should you write a book? B, what book should you write? And would an anthology do just as well for you as a whole book? Thank so you. Those, are, those are some of the takeaways. Thank you. How do people get in touch with you? Um, Mindy at the Scarlet Creative Group.com or just Mindy Scarlet on LinkedIn. Perfect. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. You're very welcome. The Ask and Answer by Soul podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about your soul's answer and your purpose, access your free guide at www.themissofpurpose.com. But most importantly, don't forget to share this podcast, review it, leave a comment. You could contact me directly and reach out to these amazing guests because you won't be sorry. Okay, everyone. Bye for now.
Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music.